God's grace, peace, and mercy be with you on this uh, Wednesday of Lent 4, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I'm going to bring a, an image up here for you to look at, for us to meditate on tonight. When Mary was a young woman, pregnant and unwed, with this strange story of being the mother of God by the power of the Holy Spirit, revealed to her by the angel Gabriel, which her friends and family were, well, let's, let's say, just a little reluctant to buy into, could she have expected this? When Joseph insisted on keeping her as his wife and took her with him to Bethlehem to be counted for the census, do you think she envisioned this? When they brought forth their 40-day-old baby to the temple to be presented to God and for Mary's own purification, and the old man Simeon added the footnote to his prophecy, a sword will pierce through your own soul also. Do you think Mary had this in mind? When her and Joseph anxiously searched through extended family for their missing 12-year-old son, only to find him saying, Do you not know that I must be in my father's house, in the temple? Did she understand this was going to be the end? When they were at the wedding in Cana, and she received a polite rebuke for asking him to deal with the the fact that there wasn't any wine left, did she think she was three years from seeing this? When she heard rumors going around that he made a whip, and drove out the otherwise peaceful merchants selling animals for sacrifice, did she think it would all culminate in this? When she followed on the way from Jerusalem to Golgotha, did she think the trip would be so final, so irreversible? How could Mary know of all this? The Lutheran confessions are clear that if you refuse to call Mary the mother of God... This is to say, who, you know, she's the God-bearer, right? She is the mother. If you refuse to say that, then you are a Nestorian heretic and no Christian at all. Now, what's a Nestorian? Well, Nestorius was an archbishop of Constantinople in the 5th century, and he was a pretty important guy. He was a pretty important leader in the church, but he had a problem. See, he wanted to defend the divinity of Jesus so much, he argued that Mary could not be the mother of God. She must merely be the mother of the human part of Christ because no mortal human woman could give birth to God, right? Well, wrong. He was pretty much booted out of the church for that. Mary is indeed the mother of God, and it it is necessary to say so. See, God and man are inseparably one in the person of Jesus Christ. And God has a mother. But look out. If we confess Mary to be the mother of God, we risk all personal security. If the person Mary bore in her womb is truly God, this will undo all our excuses about God. If the one who is for nine months an embryo and then a fetus, we can no longer claim 
that unborn children are not truly people. If the one who inhabits his mother's womb for nine months is truly God, people's pretensions that mothers can freely choose to abort their unborn babies, well, they're wrong. If Mary is the mother of God, then children are truly a blessing from God to be received without reservations. If what this woman has born in her body is truly God, then God is truly man. And man's only hope for salvation is in the offspring of this woman. If the man she bears is truly God, then all people have hope. If she gives the eternal second person of the Trinity flesh, then those of us who also have human flesh have a Savior. But no one, almost no one, wants this woman to be the mother of God. Some people shy away from calling Mary mother of God because to say that what she bore in her womb, the same substance as was born in your mother's womb and my mother's womb, is in the person of Jesus, who is truly God. And to admit that is to admit that your flesh, on which you rely for so many daily tasks, is not up for the task of doing the works God requires. To call Mary the mother of God is to say that our flesh, with its inclinations to be its own God, to reject the name of God, to refuse the Sabbath rest in the, world, in the word weekly, to dishonor and disobey our parents and other authorities, to harm our neighbors, life and body, marriage, property and reputation, and to be discontent with what our Heavenly Father has given us, it's not simply weakness, it's an abject failure. If Mary bears in her womb the second person of the Trinity, Jesus, then you must look for hope and salvation outside yourself. She is the mother of God. In her womb and thereafter, God is man. God has been an embryo, a fetus, a baby, a toddler, a boy, an adolescent, a teenager, a young man, a man. The only thing he hasn't been is an old man. He gave up his life before he became old. Nevertheless, if you are or have been any one of these, then your hope can only be in him. Behold the man. He calls her woman, his mother. But the one who hangs dying on the cross is not merely her son. He's her savior too. He's your savior, my savior. He exists to save all people, including you and me, from our sin. This is Mary's son, who was appointed for the rising and fall of many in Israel. He is the salvation of Israel and Gentile alike. Behold the man, the promised seed of the woman sent to crush the head of the serpent who, since the fall, has enslaved all mankind with sin. Behold the man who cared enough to use his dying breath to care for his mother. Behold the man who cared enough to use his dying to save her and you and me. Behold the man, your brother. And you, beloved, behold your mother, the bride of Christ, your mother, his church. From her womb, the font he has given you new life, caused you to be reborn through water and spirit in your baptism. So behold your mother. 
in whose care you receive forgiveness day after day. Behold the place where your sins have rich and full forgiveness. See, Mary truly is the mother of God, and God is truly the Savior of sinners. He is the man, your brother, your flesh, who alone can offer himself on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. Mary could have never expected this, nor could we. This man is God. This God, this man died for you. So behold your Savior. Behold your salvation. Behold the man. May the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.